0: Welcome to another episode of the Somewhat Sports Podcast. My name is John Dennis, and you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at John Dennis Radio. Uh, joining me, my two <laughs> illustrious co-hosts. Who just happened to cough right while I am talking? Already,
1: he's coughing already. <laughs> over, I take, over under thirty yeah, seconds yeah, before yeah, the I, first I'm cough. Telling you, man. All the people banging the over—they lost their money. Yeah, <laughs> they, that's it. They're
0: out. <laughs> you just cost them their second mortgage right there. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, that cough, that disembodied cough was my uh, my co-host, John Williams. You were See, talking to the microphone today?
2: Now you, you got to keep the cough because you could have just edited it out. No,
0: I wouldn't because I'm talking. I can't edit it now out that you, Now that you
2: addressed it, you have to keep it in.
0: <laughs> it was mid-sentence. You can't edit that out.
2: Where can we find you
0: on uh, on Twitter or on Instagram, John? We can't find you on Twitter at you all. You can't long. find me
2: on Twitter, but you can find me on Instagram at JLWilliams5. All right. And
1: Alberto Camargo, my other illustrious co-host, Les coffee. <laughs> less coffee today but uh you can find me on twitter at a l b a r e t o e and on instagram if you really want to follow me on instagram you don't have to uh, it's the same I with an know. underscore
0: it's worth it it's worth it <laughs> uh you can follow the show uh, at somewhat sports on twitter and on instagram and i kindly invite you to uh, subscribe to the podcast uh, whatever platform that you're on um, and follow the show on instagram and twitter did i say that already I may have. I don't remember. It doesn't matter how
1: many times you say it. It doesn't. You're right. Rate, review,
0: and subscribe. The whole thing. Everything podcasters say. Rate, review, subscribe. Do whatever you know it is uh, that you can do for us because it would mean a whole lot. So make sure to use our promo code. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, I like button. <laughs> Use promo code SUM.
1: (laughs) Use promo code somewhat ten. Yeah, for ten (laughs) percent off your next order on uh, here. Quick, give me whatever whatever it is. Postmates. blue
0: apron. There's a hundred billion of them. (laughs) Stamps.com. Yeah, I know. So if 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 any of those are your company, reach out to us at any time. (laughs) We'd love to. We'd love to partner. We are open for sponsors. If you you couldn't
1: already tell. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. We're we're itching for it. Uh, In any case, um, you uh, before we get into the deep dive into the sports here. You had a little bit of a somewhat because we there was the the Wilder Fury fight last week yeah, last, last Saturday yeah yeah and that was uh, an interesting time yeah we, I'm not we certainly to talk too much into it but
1: <laughs> yeah we certainly don't talk much boxing on this podcast no. I, in fact I'd I'd go on a limb and say we've never talked boxing on this podcast but um yeah Wilder Fury is probably the biggest heavyweight fight since the Tyson days um I can't I mean there are other big boxers right Mayweather and you know right and but those are like but they're not welterweight. They're, they're, yeah welterweight featherweight Feather, they're, yeah. they're small guys they're not heavyweight um. Certainly was an interesting fight. Uh, me being somebody who didn't know much about boxing, I just figured Deontay Wilder would knock him out because he knocks everybody else out, and right. he and then and then Fury lasted 12, Fury lasted twelve rounds last time. Yeah, um, so surprising that Fury won, but give it to him; he's a better technical boxer from everything that people know. People who know about boxing are telling me because I don't know much about boxing. Me, me. <laughs> I do know that um, Tyson Fury's entrance was quite regal. And, it was. The and, and Wilder's himself. entrance I thought was great until he used it as an excuse for why he lost right <laughs> but um, yeah this, our somewhat today was actually you know it's literally somewhat sports related it's um, a question that was posed to me by my lovable sister lovely sister I should say shout out shout out Camilla you can follow her on Twitter at C-A-M-M, <laughs> three underscores S. Wow.
0: <laughs> the full, like the, the regal treatment. Because I don't think when we, when we do the, the shout outs, we just say, oh, shout well, out yeah, to, I, to just, some of our loyal I listeners. Forgot, I forgot the shout out, out a few times
1: before, so I, yeah. just, I feel bad. So shout out to her because she, he proposed a question uh, a couple days ago. The question is as follows. How much would somebody have to pay you with the guarantee that you will live right. to take one punch from Deontay Wilder? And now, there are a few caveats mm. to this question. Is it the right or the left hand, by the way? It's definitely his right, because uh, his left hand is barely a punch. Uh, is it um, after
0: or before he's done the 40-pound costume entrance? <laughs> That's going to mean a lot to me.
1: Is it after or before his earlobe got busted or right, his eardrum got busted? No, it's um, you, take, you have to take one right hand, a hook, a jab, or an uppercut, whatever Wilder wants to do, to you, but there are a few caveats. One, you get to choose on what part of your body you take the punch. Okay. Two, you set your price. And three, you're guaranteed to live. Now, what quality of life you have after that is not guaranteed, is not specified. Right. Okay. But there are three caveats to the question. So I'll go first since I, I've already kind of had some time to think about it. I've decided on, I will take one right, one right hand from Wilder right. on my left shoulder.
0: Okay. Why the shoulder?
1: Because, again, this may be untrue. I've just heard it in a lot of action movies like that have guns <laughs> and stuff. If you want to get shot anywhere, you get shot in your shoulder because it's right. like the least... It's it's the it's the furthest away from vital, vital organs, organs. And, yeah. and and parts of your body you really need. Okay. So me, I'm taking it in my left shoulder. He can give me a hook, probably the most sensible thing to hit somebody on the shoulder with, right? I think I don't know. I'm not a boxer. <laughs> so is it so? Let me be clear. Like, is it like
0: like front of the shoulder or is it like on the side, like like coming from the arm?
1: I'd say yeah. If if he's giving me a right hook, he hits me on the side of my okay. my shoulder, not front where like near my pectoral, or sure. and not in the back because that's like. That's weird. Yeah. But, I don't <laughs> think i that. My but yeah, was front of the left side. shoulder, okay, right on the side. And I'll, and I'll do it for a billion and no less. No less than a billion <laughs> dollars? No less than a billion dollars. You're
0: kidding. Wow. I
1: might be able to be talked down to $800 million, Maybe. <sighs> wow. Okay. <laughs> if I get a signed like, glove from him or something. Sure. But maybe the glove he hits me with, I can get a yeah. sign. When you're done with that, do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> he just signs my bruise, too. No. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of money, basically. Okay. Hit me my left shoulder. Now, when I brought this up to you guys in the, in the meeting beforehand, John, to my right here, was quite adamant about a different part of the body you'd rather get hit in. So, I mean, John, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna pick my thigh. The reason why is this the most meat there. I don't, don't know. Just... Pause. <laughs> 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 Can we have a serious podcast, man? What do we have We're gonna... a serious podcast? Are we gonna <laughs> do this? That's my that's my best chance of having the least amount of injury. Happen after he hits me so that's what i'm going with is my thigh
0: okay and how much I'll what's the it, least you would do it for the
2: least i would do it for is like five mil
0: wow so one billion
1: <laughs> maybe five mil maybe it's a bit irrational but it is i'm trying to make sure i have a secure life okay know. and for generations, that's fine. generations like the,
0: the least like he, he shows up five mil in cash are right, fine, you turning fine, that fine, down fine. Like, fine. The real, real. like the least
1: the least Half a billion. Half a billion. Half a billion. said half a billion. I was like, whoa! No, no, no. Half a billion. Half a billion. Okay. Half a billion with a B. Man. All right. What about you, John? All right. Deontay Wilder, fully, <laughs> fully it. wrapped hand, full boxing glove on. He's had thirty minutes to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is in full killer mode. Right. Except when he fights Fury, I guess. Yeah. But he, <laughs> he is giving you one right hand. Where are you taking it? I mean.
0: If I had to pick where I would have it go... Would you rather not pick... No, worse, I, <laughs> I, I'm not saying no, because to me, I think the better question is, like, if you had to, like, if there were, like, five zones, right, where, like, he had to hit you in, right, like, one would be, like, like you said, the shoulder, one would be the leg, like, what would be the price tag for each one? Oh, okay, I think that okay. would be, but of course, that, that would take too long, and it, it's, it's not.
1: Well, g- then I'm definitely a f- hundred billion for my head. Right, I so was like, like, how much would it
0: square for like, squaring the job? But anyways, um so if, if I got to pick where it was going. I would say, I think I could take one. Oh, never mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rephrase that. Yeah, don't think you can take one because you can't. Because you we can't. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but you have to. I'm, I'm, based on the location, I'm gonna say I don't want to say it exactly like that. Yeah, we'll if I had to take one. a punch anywhere, it would be on the butt cheek.
1: <laughs> oh, I see phrasing. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm very. I've been, I've been called out before by many people <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> who said like, "Hey, uh, easy there, bud." <laughs> phrasing. Pause. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, listen, you know what I'm talking about, right? Anyways, I would take one on the uh, the gluteus maximus. Yeah, the gluteus maximus, not the minimus.
1: Not to be confused with the minimus. The maximus. Is there a minimus? There is a second butt. There is a second butt muscle. It's called the minimus. Where? It's like on the inside, near closer to the middle. I guess I don't know. Not closer to the crack. I took my anatomy in like tenth grade. I don't remember, but I remember it being funny that there's a second butt muscle. That's the only reason I remember it.
0: Minimus. Anyways. Uh so yeah, definitely the Maximus area, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, man, if I'm gonna do it, I would probably like realistically, probably do it for like
1: five hundred K.
2: You're not you if you're getting hit in the butt, you're probably gonna get a bruise, maybe a bruised bone. Right. If he has a glove on too,
1: you said he has to have a glove on, yeah. What do you gonna do with a bare hand?
2: Well, that, that would have made it more interesting. You think, a, you think so? Because like, a glove might not do anything to your bone. But a, but a glove weighs like eight more pounds. That's fine, but like, look at what's hitting you, though. I'd rather have the, the impact spread over the, yeah, the like I said, there's more, surface there's, area There's surface' There's more Like a bullet weighs barely nothing, but look what it can do to you. But, there's a, yeah, but a glove is a larger surface area. You're getting hit
1: hard. Either way, you're getting hit hard, but now you're getting hit over a larger area. So I think a glove would be worse.
0: I don't know. I'd rather take the, the plus, surface area being spread over Again,
1: I'm not a boxer, but I, I would imagine that if you have a glove on, you're more willing to put more for, more force into a, a punch. Because if True. you punch somebody with a bare hand, you're you're so you're sacrificing if, your hand at that if, point.
0: If Deontay Wilder is punching me in the butt, I don't think he's worried about his hand. I'll be honest. Like. <laughs>
1: It's, it's like,
0: it's oh, cer- I cer- don't know. It's certainly not a, it's My cer- poor sensitive knuckles. It's certainly not a hard bag. I'll say that. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I, I have been working out a little bit, but I don't think uh,
1: <laughs> you're not allowed to flex or anything, are you? You got to take it just uh, relaxed and. <laughs> well, oh, that, that's another that's another interesting point. Would it be worse to take it relaxed or would it be worse to take it with the muscle tight? I think it
0: depends on where you're getting it. True. Because if it's in the shoulder, I'm definitely like coiling Flexing up from the up, shoulder. Yeah. yeah. But if it's in, I don't know. I think that's that an interesting question. If you're, if it's going to be in the stomach area, you have to tense up. If it's going
1: to be in the stomach area, I want no, I want no part of this.
0: <laughs>
1: I want no part of this. You're I don't guaranteed
0: want- to survive.
1: Yeah, but then I'm gonna be drinking out of a tube for the rest of my life. Like, what? A, what I don't even know if that's what a stomach injury entails. But like, that's not that right?
0: Does Are all your medical expenses taken care of? By the way, because that might bump up my prices. We're going too far on this question. Now. I'm <laughs> just asking. I'm just saying. If it's, <laughs> question, if it's too I'm many not technicalities. Getting, do I
1: have insurance? What's my insurance deductible? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I, what I will say is, uh, if whatever insurance I have, I hope it's not as. I hope it's not as. Uh, as bad as his corner men were, because they right. were like, they were just telling him, Hey, man. Uh, hey man, work the body. Like my ears bleeding. Work the body. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the corner guys are doing nothing, and then they threw yeah. in the towel. Jeez. Yeah. Not a boxing guy, but man, that didn't seem like a very sound strategy.
0: I don't think so either.
1: <laughs>
2: he asked him, "Why'd you throw?
1: Why'd you do that?" <laughs> yeah. He's like literally, like, "Why'd you do that?" <laughs> to be fair, looking at the when match. Did
2: you start? <laughs> yeah, he looked pretty <laughs> bad.
1: I mean, yeah. To be fair, once he busted his ear, I was expecting him to get knocked out at any point. He lasted like four more rounds after that. So I credit that to him. him. Yeah. Credit to him. And credit to my stream because it was pretty, it was pretty reliable. I never it buffered once, and I got scared, but it was good.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> buffered during the walkthrough. I was like, here we go. <laughs>
1: shout out, shout out, um, buff streams. Oh yeah. Shout well, no, we friends. would never. Uh, is that is that illegal? Hold on, yeah. before we start shouting it out,
0: like, hold on a second. Before Let's we... go check out us, bro. Just kidding. We definitely paid full price, pay per view. Yeah. All three of us, we watched it together. It was great. Anyways, uh... and subscribe to the yeah. zone,
1: <laughs> use our code somewhere you have... ten you're ten percent off your first month on the zone.
0: The FBI is listening. It wasn't
1: us. It was ESPN. It was ESPN Plus who streamed. Who, who had the pay per view? Was it? It, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was I, I pay for ESPN Plus five bucks a month, and I logged on. They said seventy nine ninety nine. I'm like. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I have three choice words for you that I won't say on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so I have a uh,
0: now transitioning into the actual sports. Um, Zion Williamson looks pretty
2: good. He said hey. pretty big. Pretty good. Oh. Yeah, he does look pretty big, too. <laughs> he also does look like a bread truck running around there.
1: I, yeah, that does remind me of, a, um. I wouldn't say a report, because he wasn't quite reporting it, but I remember listening to Bill Simmons' podcast this week, and he said that he heard from a reliable source that Zion was playing at over 300 pounds. No way. I mean, here's the thing. Go ahead. The NBA, <laughs> the NBA, you know, weighs or takes their players' measurements, like, at their rookie combine or something, yeah. and, like, doesn't update it again for some reason for the rest of, like, time. So, Giannis Antetokounmpo, I think it might be, like, one of the exceptions because he noticeably grew a few inches, but, like, LeBron James has been 250 pounds since, like, he was, like, 24. And I, I think any anybody would look at him and say he's probably fluctuated in weight since then. You know he's been six eight two fifty on the NBA on the NBA website for the longest time. I'm pretty sure he's like might six nine. He's definitely more than two fifty. Okay. I'd say so. What I'm saying is Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson was like two eighty five in college. He hasn't really slimmed down at all. So would you really be surprised if he just put on more muscle or or just a little more fat? Fifteen pounds. Here's the thing. Like when the guy's that big. Like you're not really going to notice that it's much of a change. still
0: 15 pounds. Does it look 15
1: pounds heavier to you? I feel I, like he'd be trying to go think, in the opposite direction given I don't the think fact that he already has an injury so yeah, far. Yeah, I, I think he should go in the opposite direction, but I don't think you'd notice 15 pounds watching a guy that size. Maybe he just carries that it in big. his cheeks. It's already, <laughs> he's already fifteen pounds, seven and a half a cheek. But yeah, that's not the point. <laughs> Williams is looking great. He's averaging what twenty-two points a game, I think, so far in twelve games he's played or thirteen. Well, games we'll he's get played. we'll
0: get into the stats a little bit later. But he, we, they they just played the Lakers. But uh, by the time we recorded this podcast, it's uh, they just played the Lakers a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have any updated scores since then. Uh, but he scored twenty-nine points, six rebounds, three assists. You know, yeah. and I uh, granted they didn't they didn't beat the Lakers, but he played pretty well. Um there are some, some times where I think he looks a little clumsy out there, but I think that'll come with, with time. I mean, you're still scoring twenty nine points against the Lakers, which are, you know, I I'd say a pretty good defensive team. Yeah. Um my question is and I know, I know he touched on it a little bit, but I'd like to get a little more uh a little deeper into the stats here. Do you think that there's a case to be made for for Zion winning rookie of the year if he keeps his pace up?
2: John? There's only a case if they make that eighth seed and then possibly go even further in the playoffs.
1: I mean, I agree with you.
2: And that's just a case. I, I agree with you, but
1: it's a regular season award, so even if they make a playoff push, that's not going to matter. But I agree with you. If they make the eighth seed, then there's, there's more of a case. I'm still on the, on, the, on the side of the argument that he's not going to play enough games to be considered. Okay. It's similar to the argument about Joel Embiid a few years ago. He sure. played, I believe, 30, 30-something games his rookie okay. season. Um, but, and even though he was statistically the best rookie in the league, you know, not looking at games. Sure. The argument was too heavy for he barely he didn't even play half the season. Gotcha. And Zion would be somewhere in the same wagon.
0: To be fair though, if Ben Simmons can win rookie of the year as a second year player, I mean, really, what criteria is there at this point? Right? Like I know you're looking at me because, like you want to hit me because you love you love Ben Simmons so that joke much. is almost
1: as old as the building we were this podcast I in. understand.
0: <laughs> I understand. But I'm just saying, like, you could just throw all that stuff away at this point because what's the criteria really? It's it's The NBA has made perfectly clear that all of these secondary awards, who cares? There's is whatever arbitrary measure they just decide to do that day. It's fine. Just, ah, you know, Derek Jones Jr., here's the contest. There you go, buddy. You know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna spend too
1: much time on this.
0: Dirk Nowitzki, you're an all-star but, too, buddy. Come on now, are you averaging seven <laughs> points a game? Let's I'm not go, gonna, man. Wow.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna spend too much time on this. If I spend over 30 seconds, then please let me know. Ben Simmons didn't a single game. Is his rookie season? I, I I'd understand the outrage if this was like a Derek Jeter case. Derek Jeter played like 12 games in 1995, and then was a, a rookie still in 1996 for some reason. He won Rookie of the Year. That's more of an argument to be made against it than Ben Simmons, who played literally zero games. Yes, he was an active player on the roster. Never played a game. I'm done. How, how, what was my time at?
0: Uh, you got about five seconds here. Do you want to fill out anything else?
1: I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Is that your <laughs> alarm? That's very, that's very soothing. Thank you. I, should, I, I really so should change it to that, not the, the <laughs> horrible. No, 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 no. Not that. The Apple Which, one that's like...
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my, I hate is, all of them, but that's the one that I found that's like the most. Okay, this is fine.
1: All right. So I'm not too bad. A little timer. I'll look into that.
0: Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. There you go. A little, little pro tip for you. Anyways, uh, back to actual sports. Um, so <laughs> the case, I'm going to lay two, uh, two stats out here for you. One is Zion Williamson, the other is John Morant. Uh, not that they I think you could probably tell which one is which based on you know, which stats, but let's just go for it anyway. Uh, averaging about the same minutes per game, uh, one is averaging 28.5, one's averaging 29.8. Uh, points per game, though, one is averaging 23.3, the other 17.5. Field goal percentage, 57.3 to 49.1. Rebound, 7.1 to 3.4. And assists, 2.3 to 6.8. So, player A, pa- player B, who are you taking there?
1: Wasn't the point of this exercise for you to not tell us their names beforehand? No, I'm just saying. Like, oh, okay, okay, you okay don't, right, I'm, I'm not like, telling you which that by one accident which? Or, okay. No. I mean, yes, raw stats, you'd go for player A, which in this case is Zion, right? Yeah. Maybe. Come on. You- <laughs> Maybe. Gotcha. No. <laughs> yes, I, yes, raw stats say he's putting up better numbers. Player A. Yes. Right. Although... I would argue now this is this is such a cliche, but the best stat or the best uh attribute is availability. The best ability is availability. That's, That's the what the I was one. Yeah, I gotcha. Right. And John Morant's missed a handful of games, if that. Right. Um and Zion Williamson for as much as we all wanted to see him at the beginning of the season, we didn't see him play until January. Sure. Um I just I don't think it'd be It'd be really robbing John Morant of a, an award he deserves. I mean, you could say that, but if you're going to continue to average
0: six points more per game, and then, I mean, the obviously Zion's not going to average as many assists per game yeah. as John Morant is, and John Morant is not going to average as many rebounds. But if you weigh those roughly the same, um, Zion still comes out, I think, a little bit ahead.
1: I, I would, I would say that um, uh, my main counterpoint to your Point, your stats per game argument would be the total stats overall, like just like the, the raw numbers, the amount of points overall scored. And at this point, obviously, it's not close. You know, John Morant has forty something games over thirty something games of more stats than Zion. Mm. So, I mean, the the per game stats argument is compelling, yes. But there's a reason that if a player misses a, cer- a certain percentage of games right. throughout a season, they don't qualify for the the league leaders board. Right. So.
0: Okay, but if let's say let's take player efficiency rating as a as a marker here. Uh oh. Not that you know, it's let's go advanced pull the advanced, advanced stats. stats. Okay, Zion Williamson player efficiency rating twenty five point four compared to Ja Morant seventeen point seven. Hmm. Win shares, uh, Ja Morant leads a little bit, <laughs> two point six compared to uh one point two for Zion.
1: I don't think anybody's arguing that Ja Morant's a better player than Zion Williamson. I'm just saying, the argument for him being Rookie of the Year over Ja is unfair
0: but what is i mean what well, is so what, what does so rookie, rookie of the year, of the year, year? mean to the, you yeah the
1: best rookie throughout the entire season mm. over the course of the entire season that's that's the award the most outstanding rookie over the course of the entire season right but like what makes like a rookie outstanding playing actually just playing, playing, actually playing so NBA it should be an iron Man that's, award that's a very important part of it how can you be the most outstanding player if you if, how can you be the most outstanding at anything if you haven't been outstanding the entire time you were allowed to be outstanding Does that make sense? (laughs) Zion
0: Williamson is scoring the most points per minute of any rookie ever.
1: Wonderful. He's played. He's played thirteen games. I don't think this is an argument.
0: I mean, he's playing thirteen games right now. But if he keeps keeps up this pace over the rest of the season, I feel like he can make up a lot of
1: ground there. What's more impressive? What's more impressive? Averaging twenty three points a game over forty games, or averaging eighteen points a game over seventy five.
0: I mean, are you asking me? Because that's like the whole. That's the whole point.
1: Yeah, between the two, weird. I mean,
0: I, I honestly think you can make a case for for Zion. I mean, but the the Pelicans are twenty five and thirty three. The Grizzlies are twenty eight and thirty. Is it just going to be whoever ends up here's, getting the eight seed? It's okay, just going to be. Okay, here's, a, here's another argument. Here's
1: another argument I can make. Okay. The Pelicans were around the same record. Like they were playing. Okay, what am I trying to say? They Zion has found himself in a position where he can push his team to the playoffs. My argument would be this team was already pushing near the playoffs without him.
2: That's the only argument that you have, though.
1: No, it's not.
2: I, mean, I, made, I made a few arguments for John Moran. <laughs> no, he did do that, yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: right. on your side, John. That's, <laughs> the, that's the
2: first one that I agree with, though. Oh, my God. All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, what else you got? <laughs> that's the first thing I agree with, so it's your only valid point. Yeah. Okay, all right. It's a big one, though. Yeah. Because they were probably, like, if they were on a roll to, you know, if they do get close to that eight spot. Like, if, if they make the eighth seed,
1: the media, and not that this is a bad thing, because Zion Williamson is going to be one of the best players in this league. A lot of people are going to give Zion credit for it. I'd say they, had an all, they literally had an all-star on their roster already. When John Morant's playing with a lot of young guys and a few veterans, he's been the best player on that
2: team. What about defensive stats?
1: Okay, yeah. I, I, again, make the case. I think that's a good case to make. Zion's a really good defensive player. What I'd say is, simply, he hasn't played enough. But he will. <laughs> Moving on,
2: <laughs>
0: let's talk <laughs> a little bit about Jason Tatum. My goodness, can I just read you his stats over the last five games here? I'm going to read them from game you know, five games He's only tonight. 19. I know, uh, 39 points <laughs> <That was, laughs> for, for anybody who didn't get the joke. Yeah, he's not actually <laughs> 19, but. Uh, 39 points, 9 rebounds, 1 assist. 28 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists. 41 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, 36 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist. And then finally, uh, last night, 33 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists. My goodness.
2: He needs to pass more.
0: (laughs) Yes, but also I mean, Kimon with
1: the hot takes all all today. They just You're like hot that take like, like, hot the, take. like that fan when you're playing 2K.
0: <laughs> like okay, yeah, you scored 50 points, but like could you pass the ball more, buddy? Like he's on Twitter. Like one assist. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. 40,
2: 70, and one assist.
0: I mean, and to be fair, I mean, Kim is not playing, so he's got to shoulder mm-hmm. a little more mm-hmm. of the load. Um, but it's just to me it's very impressive. I, you know, I, I as a Miami fan, I hate all things Boston sports, but like I'm kind of like I have nothing else but good things to say about about Jason Tatum.
2: What? Oh, Miami Boston
1: thing.
0: I just well, it, it might it, be just my proximity to Boston um, fans. It's
1: it's not it's not a proximity thing. Obviously, it's more of a Miami fans. Patriots. Well, well, I was gonna say Miami football fans resent Boston football, and Boston basketball fans resent Miami basketball. Yeah. But obviously just because of their recent... I mean, in, in basketball's case, because of their recent playoff matchups, in football's case, just because they're in the same division. Right. Um, I don't think it's anything other than that. But, no. I mean, it's a valid but thing. But also
0: just Miami fans just being resentful in general just because it's like, stop winning stuff.
1: Well, also Twitter, too. It's so Twitter. tired of
0: you. Miami yeah.
1: Heat Twitter and Celtics Twitter are two of the most uh, active, I'd say, yeah. on Twitter. so And it, also,
0: like, very hostile and ignorant. Yes. <laughs> Which is like most fan bases. <laughs> At least we're not the Sixers. Hey. <laughs> But anyways, Jason Tatum, man. I mean, like he's just he's just incredible. He's been playing lights out lately. And he, I mean, granted, it'll, it'll obviously change a little bit once Kemba Walker is back healthy again. But I mean, you're seeing kind of some of the stuff that you saw when Kyrie wasn't there, and you're like, oh man, this team could like really like be something. Now, granted, he wasn't putting up these numbers at that point, but yeah. the team played really well together, and and he was a big part of that. And now it's just like he's giving the opportunity to shine, and he's been fantastic. He had a double double thirty three points, eleven rebounds last night. I mean, that's. He's he's playing really well, and you said there's one reason for that. What was that, uh, Alberto?
1: Um, it shows the power of, well, the power that it can bring when your beard finally connects.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just I mean to me, like that's that's really the secret sauce. In this I mean, man, yeah, like that, that, that
1: that little chin hair, like two inches from the mouth, finally grew in, and that boy started putting up numbers. Yeah. Like, all right, phew, yeah, let, phew, let my beard grow; I will flourish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, was it was not last year? Uh, Fred VanVleet with the uh, with the fatherhood and, and yeah, and no, now, and again, uh,
1: the dad power, beard power. I think, right. it's, I think they are both equivalent. <laughs> dad power, beard power. So like, yeah, now Giannis has acquired dad power. Now right, let his beard go in. And oh, man, he'll be, un- be unstoppable. Yeah. yeah, he'll be unstoppable. <laughs> Don't here's let a, him get a back tat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's, a, here's a zag. Here's a zag for you. What if James Harden didn't have good beard jeans? Ooh. He be? Who nah, would he like be? He'd be averaging seven What if he had Paul Pierce game? jeans? Because <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce could never grow a beard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah.
0: Imagine. So, I don't want to. <laughs> um, so, right now, the uh, the Celtics are a game behind the Raptors for the two seed. The Raptors obviously have been playing really, really well. Credit to Nick Nurse, who... Lost Kawhi Leonard and has this team just about where it was last year without Kawhi Leonard. Granted, you see, like I said, Van Vliet's taking a step forward. Pascal Siakam looks fantastic, and a lot of a lot of players are really contributing uh, for the Raptors. Do you think that Kemba coming back could really vaunt them over the Raptors, given how well the Raptors
2: have been playing? How far back are they? They're one game back right now. Ooh. Yeah, I think they can. I think I think the Bucks are. I think they need to watch out for the Celtics when it comes to the playoffs. Okay, so I mean, I, I, right now, so
0: taking a look at, at the full standings here, because right now they're they're behind the Raptors by one game. The Celtics are behind the Raptors, and then obviously the Bucks right now are, and we'll talk about the Bucks in a second, but the, the Bucks are quite a ways away. They're they're eight games ahead of the Raptors, so nine ahead of the. Uh, they're Usain the Bolt right now. They're
1: running ahead of everybody
0: else and looking back at everybody else and laughing. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I mean if you add Kemba to the mix if if Jason Tatum continues to put up this kind of production and you can get similar you know maybe not as good but similar production out of Kemba Walker because you know Kemba Walker is a, a solid asset i mean do you think they could make a push towards being, you know, right there with with the Bucks? It, you think they can leapfrog the Raptors yeah. at this point and, and really push them for maybe not push them for the actual one seed, but make it like if they do end up meeting in the finals, a competitive series?
1: Yeah, I think the regular season is much different from a seven game playoff series. Yeah, the Bucks are running away with the league, and you know they, they're one of the most dominant teams, not just in recent memory of all time by like mm-hmm. numbers, right? Like plus sure. minus or no, not or win percent or win what's the word? Differential, the yeah. amount of points they win by, is historic. Point differential. Um, point differential. There yeah. you go. Um, but I think in a seven-game series, I mean, I, I, I think if you had to rank top five, six coaches in the league, you'd have Nick Nurse and Brad Stevens in, in there, both of them. And Budenholzer, I think, would, has an argument to be up there as well. I just think the fact that the Celtics are a very deep team, the Raptors are a surprisingly deep team. You know, they, like you said, they lost their best player, you know, arguably, arguably the best player in the league last year, right. and they haven't missed much of a step. No. Um, so I think the Celtics and Raptors are both very viable threats to the Bucs in the Eastern Conference. Now, with that being said, I'd still be surprised if the Bucs don't come out of the East because sure. I think they they deserve that sort of um, that favorite status. But the Celtics and Raptors are sh- are definitely b- bigger threats to them than I think we would have thought a few months ago. Sure. Um, you know, and and even being a biased Heat fan, like the Heat aren't as good as those three teams. They are not in that tier. No. The Heat are a tier below, and that's and that's fine. I I you know. As a fan, I'm not expecting heat to Heat the Challenge for no, a championship. No, we weren't supposed to be this year. Exactly, good this we weren't year supposed anyway. to be. So, and granted,
0: you're kind of seeing that, at least recently. The, the with last, the slump we, that they're in, yeah. Are we, what, losing last of the, seven of the last nine games? Something, something like that? Yeah, incredibly so, bad. Watching, watching Jimmy Butler get, get blocked by all three of those Timberwolves players yesterday yeah. was the most <laughs> depressing thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. First off, like, why is D-Lo getting out on a block? Like, first off, get out of here with that. Okay, second off, if there's three guys blocking you, someone was open, James, Jimothy, <laughs> Jimothy. what are you doing, bud? <laughs> Anyways, enough, um, that's enough heat talk for the day. But still <laughs> I'm
1: frustrated. But yeah, I, I, I think I right now would back the Celtics more than the Raptors for the simple fact that they have, an, a Jason Tatum coming into his own. Right. And like you said, once Kemba come back, comes back, that'll change a little bit. But I still think sure. that Jason Tatum will be reliable enough to, right, to add to to basically. I think he can go bucket for bucket with Pascal Siakam, mm-hmm. and then I don't think that the. I mean, Kyle Lowry is is he's Kyle Lowry, right? He's fine. He's he's pretty good. He's he's yeah. good. He's yeah, not moments, a Kemba yeah. Walker, right? He's not. And then they don't. And the Raptors don't have two other good wings in Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward, right? I think on their level, as like you know, as the Celtics do. So sure
0: and also you got to take into account the fact that they played a full season last year all the way to the very last game of the season and then and who knows i mean maybe the the physical toll like having to go cuz they are mean the perennial playoff run yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, who knows i mean depends if they're if they're matching up as a 2 and a 3 seed it'll have to be in the uh <clears throat> probably in the conference finals so who knows if they have it in them at that point but we'll yeah, see
1: uh, uh, th- right now it's looking like if everything stays as it is, and the Heat actually make it out of the first round, they're going to have to play the Bucks in the second round, which is not going to be fun.
0: Nope, <laughs> nope. But uh, nope. I
1: think that the Eastern Conference is is probably it's. I wouldn't say it's more. I was going to say it's. It's a, There's a case to be made that not that they're better than the Western Conference, but that the playoffs are going to be more intriguing in the, than the Western Conference. I think so. I think it'll be fun. So I think the West is more top heavy. All right, the Lakers and the Clippers are by are far and above the two best teams. Well, the Nuggets and are playing this, really well too. I was going well, to say, well, say the Nuggets, Nuggets and Jazz aren't far behind. Right, I'm not gonna, you know, I've I've downplayed and the, the rock they're playing long. really
0: good. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna match up against some of these top teams with that small ball. They got a six foot six center out there. I don't know how that's gonna translate. <laughs> to seven game they have, series.
1: They have they have, six, they have six wings out there. Five wings. What am I but... talking about? Five wings out
0: there. <laughs> so the, the six wings makes make sense why they're winning so much. That makes a whole lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> if
1: they had a 6 player, they might be better. They might be able to do better. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I, I, I don't. I. It's hard for me to imagine them sharing the ball between Russell Westbrook and James Harden with five guys out there. Having a six guy out there, I don't even know what's going to happen <laughs> there. But, anyways, uh, moving on uh, just a little bit. Um, are do you think the the Bucks are going are still the favorites like by and far? Is that still something? I mean, right now they're they're fifty and eight as of the time we're recording this podcast. And you had a stat uh, Alberto that we that you talked about before we started recording um, that they haven't like it, once you reach the fifty win mark before getting to double digit losses, if you do that, your chances of making the finals are. Well,
1: chances of making the finals, as as far as history goes, is 100%. The chances right. of winning are nearly 100%. So okay. the stat that I saw was um, for teams in NBA history who have reached 50 wins before reaching 10 losses, it's a handful of teams in the league. So I believe like the 72 Lakers, the team that won 33 straight, right. um, the 70 Bucks who had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, definitely the 73-9 and 9 Warriors, the, the 96 Bulls, um, teams that were really high up there in, in winning in, in total wins that season. All of them made the finals and all of them won the championship with exception being, of course, the seventy three and nine Warriors. Right. So you're saying it's up to the Lakers to stop the Bucs. Well it's it's up it's up to LeBron James. (laughs) It's up to LeBron LeBron James basically to to stop that team. And I think it's a very possible outcome that the Lakers and Bucks make the finals and the Lakers actually pull out the win. I I would love to see that matchup. I think that matchup would be so interesting. I think that's the matchup that every NBA fan wants to see. Yeah. With the exception of like Clippers fans, like yeah. all 17 of them. <laughs> easy, easy. There's at least 20. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Give them credit. And they all live in Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're all friends and family. Anyways, uh, so let's talk a little bit of football before we wrap up the the podcast here. Um, so you saw a tweet... And I actually saw the same tweet, but I want you to say it because I like hearing it because when it hits my ears, it makes me like the dopamine response. It's, a, it's ASMR just... for John. Yeah, it basically is. I'm
1: really, <laughs> go ahead say it. I just want to hear it. I'm going to whisper it for you so you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> whisper it right
0: into the mic. Please do. Hold on. I'm going to turn your mic. I want you to whisper it straight into the microphone.
1: No. <laughs> Come on. It'll be great.
0: We're unlocking a whole new demographic by you doing this.
1: Tom Brady is entering free agency, quote, under the... I'm not doing this. I can't do this. <laughs> Dude, you're doing great. Keep going. No, okay. <laughs> okay, here's the tweet. Uh, here is the report. According to The Athletic's Victor 4, and I was uh, mentioning to John before the podcast that The Athletic is a very, I think, reputable source for any sport at this I point. I think so, too. I think they, they hire all the best there. reporters in the in the world. Uh, according to Victor 4 from The Athletic, the, quote, strong buzz, unquote, at the combine, the uh, NFL combine, is that free agent Tom Brady will split with the Patriots. And uh, this is a... Uh, This is supported by Karen. If I mess up her last name, I'm sorry. Guregian from the Boston Herald, who says that the Patriots have not even reached out to Tom Brady for contract talks. Now, caveat, caveat. Stop,
0: Stop. So don't stop. Just, just give me a minute to like take that in and just drink it. (sighs) Okay, go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Caveat. One of the reasons that Tom Brady, Belichick, and the Patriots haven't gotten together to talk about a new contract is the negotiations negotiations for the new CBA the collective bargaining agreements um the NBA play and NBA the NFL players and the teams don't really want to you know negotiate contracts while the entire basis of the league right. owner player balance is in the balance right sure it's so you know it's being debated um so like this is similar to uh the you no know, the the Cowboys trying to come to an agreement with Dak Prescott over a new contracts and Patrick Mahomes possibly coming to an agreement with the, over with a new contract with the Chiefs, right. because I, not that it's speculation, but there's a good reason. There's a good argument to be made that Patrick Mahomes should hold out this offseason for a bigger contract because he deserves it. I mean, um, so I mean again, that, again, that's that's not that's simply speculation. There's no reports about that, but the reporting is that Tom Brady has not been contacted by the Patriots, and that he is going into free agency under the belief that he will not play for the Patriots next season.
0: It's just it's just great to hear. Now, the only thing
1: that has me terrified
0: is... The only thing? The <laughs> only thing that has me, like, scared. Okay, I'll tell you this right now. Is if... So, hear me out. Ryan Tannehill is also a free agent at the end of this year. If Ryan Tannehill leaves the Titans because Mike Frabel would rather have his boy Tommy Terrific at the helm, Ooh. and then Ryan Tannehill... Goes to the Patriots.
1: Oh, I, see, okay. I would
0: cry, <laughs> so many tears, because Ryan Tannehill would then win multiple championships. Like it's not even, it's not even a question. I feel like if if Mike Vrabel could do that with Ryan Tannehill,
1: I don't argue. Imagine you what I, Bill Belichick. I don't argue. He do. needs a Derrick Henry. <laughs> Where are you gonna find another Derrick Henry?
0: I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> here's another thing. I, I just realized this in the midst of this conversation. Um, the Patriots not negotiating with Brady, the Chiefs not negotiating with Mahomes, and the Cowboys not negotiating with Prescott also means that the Bucks aren't negotiating with Winston, which makes me great. makes me happy. <laughs> this is amazing news. He's
0: coming back. He's got his LASIK, man. He's coming back. <laughs> Just That's very true. He's going to knock down ve- those those interceptions by a- half. He'll only throw, what, 17, A very 18? good
1: point. A very good point. He will no longer have to squint, which means he will no longer see six receivers. He'll only see three. Right. Exactly. And most of them will be BBs, actually. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how much thought, how much actual weight to put behind LASIK eye surgery for Jameis Winston. I fully expect the Bucs to extend him and have to deal with him for another five years. Just uh, You do a two-year, first year They're is guaranteed second-year well, team the Bucks option. The Bucs might want to do that. Winston's not going to sign a two-year contract.
0: If, if they pit him enough money up front, they will. Because he doesn't have a whole lot of negotiating power right now, given how many interceptions he threw.
1: But he also threw for, like, 5,000 yards. Right. You know? I mean, no, I get it. Trust me, I'm, I'm not trying to make the case for Jameis Winston right now. I'm simply saying that... He knows what, what type of money somebody will give him. Right, there and are plenty of teams who would rather have Jameis Winston than their current quarterback.
0: Sure. So the Bears would love to have Jameis Winston. The Bears, Winston. Yeah. Bears. no uh, Bears. Also, the, a lot of people have linked uh, Philip Rivers to uh, to the Bears too. That's another. I thought you were going
1: to say to the Bucks. I was going to say no, please, no, not Philip Rivers. No, no, God no. no. <laughs> we don't want Philip Rivers and his 19 kids coming to Tampa Bay. <laughs> Why not? It's, it's uh you know, it's a family
0: town. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no, but no. offense. Just stay out of Ebor, Phil.
1: <laughs> don't stay out of Ebor in West Tampa. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um, do you think the Dolphins are going to trade up for uh, for Tua?
1: What pick do they have?
0: They have the fifth pick.
1: You don't think Tua is going to be available then?
0: I mean, it seems like all the medical reports that I've seen. Uh, that that have been reported are all saying like everything looks great. No blood flow loss. Everything looks amazing. Granted, it's healing granted, right it's, it's faster pretty... than expected. Everything is great. Yeah, it's, so it's... I'm worried that one of a couple things would happen because Dwayne Haskins looked terrible last year. Granted, the coaching staff was also terrible. But Dwayne Haskins looked like garbage. And I would argue that a lot of people consider Tua to be a much better prospect than Dwayne Haskins. And we saw what happened with Kyler Murray last year and them, uh, the Cardinals ditching Josh Rosen because they are like, he was terrible, this guy looks much better. And it got them a couple, well, a couple more wins this year, but you can obviously see that Kyler Murray looks much better than Josh Rosen considering the fact that Josh Rosen couldn't even beat Ryan Fitzpatrick out for a job. Okay? That being said, I am terrified as a Dolphins fan because I want to a very, very much. But... As you should. But when you look at... The 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 Washington, I don't like saying their name because it's a little racist. The Washington <laughs>
1: professional football team.
0: Yes, the Washington professional football team. Um, I they have a history of not making good decisions, but that could go either way <laughs> at this right. point,
1: right? Because they the, the well, I almost said it. Yeah. The uh the WPFT has yeah. <laughs> what pick do they have?
0: They've got the second overall pick.
1: Okay, because I was going to say it's it's a pretty it's been a pretty common trend over the last few years, especially for teams to trade up for quarterbacks. Yeah, it's and Cincinnati it's for quarterbacks to be taken a bit higher than they would. Yeah, have
0: been. it's Cincinnati, it's Washington, then I believe Detroit, then the Giants, and then the Dolphins.
1: I think I think you should be worried about both Washington and the Giants. Speaking of,
0: I don't think I'm not worried about the Giants. I think you yeah, don't I, think so. No, I think I, I think they're comfortable. I enough. I think with if they're A&M rational, if
1: they're, if they're the Giants, so they're probably they're probably very irrational. But if they were rational, <laughs> they'd hi- they'd seriously consider drafting Tua. Because Daniel Jones, besides the one game against the Buccaneers, looked like a very, very questionable quarterback, or at least future prospect. Again, I'm, I'm not saying that
0: I would rather have Daniel Jones over. Yeah. but and, and like I said, we've already seen them kind of buck the trend, and, and it seemed like the Cardinals. Uh, the, the issue, though, that I, I think it, it shows a lack of confidence in your coaching staff, right? Because the excuse for Arizona was, oh, we've got a new coaching staff, the new coach wants to bring in his guy. But the coaching staff is the same with the Giants it isn't with Washington that's why I'm not as worried about yeah, the Giants because they picked the guy if they didn't think the guy was going to be very good last year that's a that that that's a blight on their scouting department it's just like oh we don't know where we're talking about this guy's way better why do we pick a quarterback this year he wasn't the guy we wanted this is the guy we want and now he's there
1: yeah, especially a, a whole new coaching staff like you said Ron Rivera might not think so highly of Haskins exactly and I think he'd be pretty he'd, spot, nobody on. Would, yeah, spot on nobody yeah. would be arguing that and
0: also I mean I think Matt Stafford is a is a solid quarterback I think he's a quarterback that could get I mean if Ryan Tannehill again can get to the AFC championship game, I feel like or not AFC did he, he they, the AFC Championship, yeah. Was he in the okay
1: yeah. title game?
0: So I know it was so long ago at this point, I feel like it was It feels
1: like three years ago.
0: <laughs> it does. It feels like I'm just it's The Super football.
1: Bowl was this month. And it feels like an eternity ago. It really does.
0: Anyways, <laughs> I I I think no one would argue that Matt Stafford is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I think you put Matt Stafford on that team. That team might actually push for I mean granted we saw that the the Chiefs ended up being Super Bowl champions But I think that that game is much closer game if Matt Stafford is your quarterback as opposed to Ryan Tannehill because I think it opens a lot more uh, doors for you, so I'm just I'm not necessarily worried about the Lions But a lot of people said like the Lions might be shopping Matt Stafford and then trying to retool and restart from scratch Then again, I mean if I'm too I don't want to go to the Lions at all because Matt Patricia might be on his way out he's been not very good at all last couple seasons and the just Detroit, <laughs> Detroit sports has just not been good. The last I was
1: going to say, uh, if you want the quickest rise to uh, love in a city, you could be go to the Lions and become the best team in Detroit, which is not saying much considering the best team in Detroit are the Pistons, right? And they are 22 games under 500. They're Let's, the best team in Detroit. Yeah. So it, it, even if Tua goes six and ten in his first season, he's yeah, the team I, I, I
0: did see that stat. Yeah, here it is. I've I've got the stat pulled up. Uh, so uh, <laughs> the Lions have a point. 219 uh, win percentage the red wings uh, have a 0.246 win percentage the tigers have a 0.92 uh, win percentage and the pistons the almighty pistons have a <clears throat> 0.317 win percentage that whole city i feel so bad for Let's first off women's sports maybe <laughs> first it's detroit right <laughs> like it's it's detroit and then all their teams are garbage all of them so I can see them saying, you know what? Throw the baby out with the bathwater. Goodbye, Matt Stafford. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello. Hello, Tua.
1: Some figures of speech are so wild. <laughs> Throw the baby out with the bathwater. Goodness gracious. <laughs> You've never heard that before? No.
2: I get it, though. Yeah, <laughs> I get it.
1: I understand what you're trying to say. It's just it's just a very... And um, Matt Stafford it's... is that baby. <laughs> No, I think, it's, I think the Dolphins should very seriously consider trading up. What I think so the, too. What that would cost them, we don't know. And I mean, the they've Dolphins got three first-round
0: have... picks this year. They have was, an extra first-round yeah. pick next year. They have an extra second-round pick this year and next year. So there's no that... one with more draft capital than Dolphins. And I feel like if, the, if you're Ron Rivera and you've got a rookie quarterback that you can potentially wait on and see if he improves next year, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not like there's, there's going to be a shortage of, of QB prospects next year. So I think that if you're Ron Rivera, there is a real possibility that you can take some of these draft picks, move back just a couple of spots. It's not like you're moving back, you know, far, far, far. Take some of these draft picks and really re, – because there's – the Washington needs a lot of help just across the board, right? Draft it's not needs. like they're just they're one everything. quarterback away. Yeah, draft I mean, they're, they're okay at wide receiver. I think they can use a little more help. I mean, obviously, Terry McLaurin looked really good last year. Um, but you're not going to rely on it. How many more years are you going to have Adrian Peterson out there? Right. I mean, I know they have Darius Geis, but how many? I mean, <laughs> let him get the whole season, honestly. So I don't know. There, there's a lot that if, if you're Washington, you need. And I say, I, 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 I find it hard to say no to the Dolphins if, if they're giving up, you know, let's say two first round picks this year and a second next year, maybe.
1: Do you think that's what it would cost them?
0: I mean, for them to turn down what could be one of the greatest quarterbacks, you know, in the of the last five, six years,
1: maybe. He could also not be. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You can say <laughs> about any prospect. Very simple, very simple. But I mean, he's been. <laughs> I mean, he's been.
0: He's been touted since you know since yeah, he came yeah. out for, for that sure. uh, that championship game a couple of sure. years
1: ago. Um, what's about it, a month and a half since until the draft?
0: Yeah, the combine is coming out. I mean, we'll see, and, and it's possible that. Some of these other quarterbacks show up enough during the combine to vault their status, and so a lot of people will feel more comfortable taking a quarterback in that you know three, four, five to you know eight range. Maybe uh, if the let's say they decide that they're going to move back to five, you know whatever team, whether it's the Lions or whether it's Washington or whatever trades with the Dolphins, they could even trade down again.
1: Somebody's going to fall in love with Justin Herbert.
0: Probably, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Yeah, no one loves Jacob from though. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I think it's a it's a good spot to uh, to end it here. Uh, I know this is a uh, we're still trying to figure out exactly what the schedule is going to be going forward with the with the podcast and stuff like that. We're having to move some stuff around. I'm hoping that we're gonna. Tr- that we're going to record on Sundays from here on out. So that means we'd have a new somewhat sports episode on Monday, but that's, you know, that's still kind of up in the air, but we're kind of, we're going to try to keep you in the loop uh, on that. Um, But thank you so much for, for listening to this episode of the somewhat sports podcast. Again, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at somewhat sports on behalf of uh, my co-host and myself. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you next
1: week.